follow. This microphone smells like ozone. Studios production. Oh yeah, you're right. Have you ever had like one of those little uh, batteries that have exploded? Perfect. Like a yeah. like a transistor battery or whatever that's in like an electronic that just you got too much voltage go into it so it just pops and you get that whiff of ozone. I've that's kind of what I'm smelling here. Mm. Can't say I live dangerously. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, uh, um, this is just our noodle on. Yeah, noodling on. Come on down! Win fabulous prizes! And here, behind door number one, we have... Welcome to Bubbly Going Nowhere. It's a podcast. You listen to it with your ears. I experience it with my soul. Well, I mean, you can do that too, but I mean, it's a little more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Makes my butt tingle. Oh my God, Brian. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say that. Oh. I don't know, are we keeping oh this PG? My. No, no, we can say whatever Okay, because I'm glad that small child was not in the room when you... Yeah, right? I said butt. Yeah, so, uh, Brian... <laughs> So I have a list of topics here that we'll go over, but yeah, Amanda was in a, uh, a voice acting thing last night, and Amanda, I gotta admit, that's, like, like Brian said, that's a bad script. But did real. we do it well? Oh no, it was hilarious. I was laughing my ass off the whole time. I got three quarters of the way through it, and I was like, yeah. okay, I, I, I can't, I just can't anymore. Believe me, you're talented enough, and you tried your hardest, but the, the, the script was just hot trash. Yeah. I was listening to it on the <laughs> it's not on down, you. and I was just like, wow. Those were things that we said that yep. were written down. <laughs> Those were indeed things you said. If I were to send a GIF on the Twitch, and it would be of Jeff Goldblum looking at the pile of dino excrement. I, that was beautiful yeah. on the Facebook yeah. message. <laughs> like, that's, oh, that's basically yeah. what it is. What, are you trying to inhale your microphone? No, I'm not. Uh, always, he always does that. It's like he's I, always I, I think he's hungry again. I, even though we just, fed him, we just fed him this morning. I think he's hungry. I know. Well, you got to feed them more than once a day. Guys. Oh, yeah. No, don't feed, Brian. Not, don't feed Brian after midnight. <laughs> you finally saw Gremlins for the oh, first nice. time? Yo. Did you know they had a sequel? Yes. Have you seen it? Really dark. Go see it now. Do it. Do it. Well, I was going to say, I saw the original, I'm not even young. I think I saw, it came out when I was like, what, six? Yeah. It, it was really dark for Spielberg, I think, but, but it, was, it was pretty cool. I mean, he was young back then. Oh, yeah. He was young. He took, he took, he took risks. He wasn't young. Yeah. He was young-ish. Let's, let's, let's well, how old is he now? Like, in his 70s, I think. Yeah. Oh, just kidding. All right, so he was... Speaking of Goonies, like, I feel like that... I feel like Gremlins and the Goonies is a pretty good, you know, like... The two double feature. double feature. Oh yeah, same as uh, the labyrinth in uh, Dark Crystal. Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. I try to watch yeah. it every labyrinth that is every like six or seven years just so I can re-experience it with oh, a different. Oh okay, so here's here's something that we haven't been able to talk about like from getting a female perspective on the matter. Hello, I am a female. Well, I oh, know. Boy. I'm just saying we, yeah. we've had this conversation before, but oh, okay. so how long? Can you go through an entire sitting of the labyrinth without looking at David Bowie's batch? <laughs> Maybe before I hit puberty, like, no, I can't. It's right in your face. I mean, yeah, it's just like you dance magic. Like dance. clearly, he wanted. My look at my junk. I mean, okay, so to be a history nerd, it's it, it feels like they were trying to invoke medieval fashion with him by mm -hmm. filling out his, you know, 
Cod piece area because he's like a king, and kings want to have giant dongs. But apparently, like the movie was supposed to be a little bit more mature, but because the actress was like not 18 yet, yeah. they couldn't exactly, you know. Jennifer yeah, Connelly. I think she was. <sighs> oh, Jennifer yeah. Connelly. Oh, Lord. I think if they redid it, it. I feel like they wouldn't give him such a giant codpiece, and they'd at least cast someone who was 21, 22. There's a movie where she is just like drop dead gorgeous. Like, not that she isn't, but like. Yeah. Well, I was gonna um, say, well, after she's 18, like, it's a yeah. little less weird. Well, yeah, obviously, but like. like um, Beautiful Mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Hulk. She was in this. She was in this movie where I can't remember what the name of it is, but um, she gets locked in a Target overnight with some guy oh, who's doing an overnight shift. Yeah. I forget what it's called, but like um, one of the bands I listen to called The Midnight actually has a music video where they just incorporated that movie, and I'm like, I've never seen the movie, but like, I have to see it now because it's like, I don't know. Like, like it's so interesting how. I don't even think it was like a hugely popular movie either. It's it's not really, but like it's um. Yeah, if it's the midnight, then yeah, probably not. Well, uh, but um. Nothing against the midnight. I'm just saying midnight's not like. They're kind of obscure, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But like, the one of the comments I saw in that video was like, "Wow, I can't believe how little Target has actually changed in like 20, 30 years. Like the only thing that's really changed is like they don't have a cassette tape." you know, section anymore, obviously. I mean, but out of all of the, like, chain places, like Kmart, Walmart, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was going to say Kmart over on 40s having a hard time. Well, the, um, the Kmart I, that I used to go open, to growing up. I know. It's the Wild West out there. But the one Target's, I used to go to is gone. It's it, they, they shut that down. They don't want to go down that was that like road. Kmart. What was it called? Uh, Something exactly like Kmart. Need to change the bulb in the blue light special. Maybe, because The only reason I even know about really Caldor is because I've been watching Cinemassacre's like. Lavar Burton's house. Like, um, <laughs> he's he's doing like a roundtable review <laughs> stuff now, and it's like there's literally in the intro, it's like we're right next to Caldor, and I'm like, what the hell's Caldor? Lavar <laughs> Burton's house of Texas. <laughs> General Slappyton's house of import- imported meat. <laughs> Oh, okay. So Brian, here's some, here's some here's some uh, entertainment news. I miss uh, Borders. So Ben Ben Affleck's out as Batman. Yeah, he's out as well. You know, um, there's some truth to that actually. Um, I've I've done a little more digging. Apparently, he's scheduled well, good for, for him. Apparently, he's scheduled for two more. He's signed on for two more appearances as Batman. Right. It's gonna be young Batman in the yeah, Batman film. But yeah, the Matt Reeves. Even, okay. Wait, what? Just say like Ben Affleck isn't even young. <laughs> Yeah, Young Batman coming to CBS. Well, it was so <laughs> Young they, Batman. When they announced that Matt Reeves, Matt Reeves was doing the film and that Ben Affleck wasn't going to be in it, everybody was just like automatically like, "Oh my God, Ben Affleck's not Batman anymore." It's like, no, it's a Young Batman. Yeah, which I'm like, I mean, if we're just getting year one, like, I don't uh, think it's going to be year one, but I think it's going to be a younger take on him. Which he, Matt Reeves. Sorry, maybe I'm looking at the wrong guy. No, nope, that's like, a, that's him. He's 52. Yeah. Well, he's the director. Well, um, okay, I see. He's the director. I was of the like, film. if he's gonna be Batman, no. you know what? Brian, you know what guys. they haven't done and they should do is Batman Beyond. Yes, yes they, they need to do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be well, so you, cool. You know what? You know what really kind of upset me? Oh, you know what really upset me is someone was like, 
Well, instead of Keaton, we should really get Clooney in there for him to try and redeem himself. And I was like, no, no. Like, this is why Superman works alone. Like, you say that, and, and, and normally I'm very open-minded, but I, I, I hear that, and I'm like, no. Okay, what he looks a little find? rough, but that's, I'm sure makeup in the big screen. Oh, God. Oh, man. I mean, as an old Bruce Wayne, he would look perfect. Right. Well, I mean, okay, who would you cast as a young Terry McGinnis at this point, though? One of his kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I feel so guilty. Anyway, but no, so Brian, the reason I bring it up is because right now, an Irish booking house actually has odds on who the next Batman's going to be. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, Colin, could you talk into the microphone? I'm please? sorry, I'm trying to talk into the microphone. Uh, it, it, Brian's sorry, eating it, and you're not... You're just taking nibbles. I know. I'm, 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 I'm edging it. Whoa, just the tip. Just yeah, the right. tip. Oh, my. Just the tip. All right. No, so, so Brian, I'm just going to go through some of the names here, and I'm going to give you their odds. I'm not going to go through the whole list because there's way too many. Okay. Uh, the Lone Ranger, Army Hammer, is actually the top favorite at 7 to 2 odds. Well, he was supposed to be Batman in that Justice League movie that the guy that never happened. Back, back in the day. Justice okay. League Dark. Right, so yep. there's that. Then Jake Gyllenhaal at eleven to two. Weird. John Hamm at thirteen to two. I, mm. I was gonna say I want Jake. I was gonna say yeah. If you get rid of Ben Affleck because he's too old, then John Hamm automatically you, should be disqualified. If you well. cast him as Flashpoint Thomas Wayne, that might be one thing. Now, I could see here's that. Here's a question: What is the perfect age for Batman? If, it depends. 30? If you're doing if you're doing year one Batman, I'd say mid twenties to early thirties. I'd say like twenty six, twenty seven. I was for, gonna say. Yeah. But and that's if we're going thing. for an older-ish Batman who's like done it for ten years, thirty-five, thirty-six. Like maybe even forty, good. like what they did with Affleck. But um, well, they'd have to age him. If they're gonna stick with an actor who's gonna be in it to win it, they need to find yeah. someone who's like twenty-eight now. But that's the thing. If you if you go through this list, you're pretty much eliminating everybody on it. I well, mean, stop casting old men. Like. Well, I agree, but. <laughs> yeah. Lord. But yeah, like for, like for instance, you've got. Josh Brolin, too old. Chris Pratt, maybe. Michael Fassbender, Chris Pine. I do not see Chris Pratt as Batman. I'm sorry. No, I don't either. It's just not happening. I can't remember the actor's name. The guy who plays Kylo Ren. Oh, uh, Adam, Adam Driver. Driver. Ooh, well. Ooh. I mean, he was a marine. Too old? How old is he now? No, he he's looks, not. He looks young, though. He is, no, he's not. He was like. He looks really age. young. No, he he's a new. He's a marine. Hold Keanu on. is on the list. No. Daniel Daniel Craig's on the list. Colin Farrell, Tom Hardy. Well, I mean, these are these are the higher odds ones. So oh yes, like, I want to be the Batman. Well, yeah, like Daniel yeah. like Daniel Craig, Colin Farrell, Tom Hardy. They're all First like I fifty to one odds right now. Then I became him. Cillian, uh, Cillian Murphy is in it. Killian. Oh, sorry, is it Killian? Killian. Killian. Yeah. So so Scarecrow would be Batman. Yeah right. That's you, I'm sorry. Obi, no. Okay, Adam Obi-Wan's Driver's thirty five. Okay, so he's like two years older than I am. Wait, wait. Ewan McGregor is Batman. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. What would Ewan McGregor be like as Batman? It's just like... Apparently racist. Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly... Like, like he just just kind (laughs) of... He just swoops down from the shadows and like there's all these criminals. He's just like, hello there. Hello, I'm Batman. (laughs) I was going to say, plus I think if I remember correctly, something came out recently in media. I think it was Ian McGregor. No, it was, it was Liam Neeson. It was actually. Liam Neeson. Okay, just kidding. All right, I was about to say, Liam McGregor was an awful person. So it wasn't Obi-Wan, it was Qui-Gon. <laughs> All right, well. It's <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Like that, Obi-Wan. Hey, Adrian, you know, I want to be the Batman, you know? Just want to get out there and, you know, I can do it. I can fight the fight. 
If you, okay, anybody listening, if you want to like, do the perfect Rocky impersonation, all you just got to do is just kind of droop your lip down, just be like, do a tongue cocaine first. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. So are brain injuries. Oh, yeah. Brain injury, a hell of a drug. Mr. Mooney. Oh, my God. All right, so there's that. Uh, oh, okay, so obviously the Oscars are coming up. Yay. 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 All right, for movie time. Yay. All right, for Hollywood. I, I do want to talk about this because, Sean, you're having an Oscars party. I am. Nothing, nobody but uh, nobody except for people named Oscar is invited <laughs> to his house. So there's going to be like so, negative uh, two people there. Yeah. Yeah, most, of them, his own most of them won't show up. <laughs> well, no, the thing I find I don't know many people so, named Oscar. We were talking about this before we actually started. It was like, they still don't have a host. They're not going to do They're one. They're not having one, which I was like, what? But what? Uh, I mean, why didn't they, like I said, why didn't they call Billy Crystal? Lord like, knows he's not doing anything. <laughs> I mean, he's not, I mean, he's, you know, whatever. I mean, he, he, I mean, at first he can go over his bit about how he can uh, uh, hiccup the most. Or was it? Yeah. I mean, I feel like until he sneeze, sneeze the most. Uh, yeah. Most I, I, sneezes. He's at the point in his career where he's just waiting for Disney to call them for Monsters Incorporated 3, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, let's be honest. Here I mean, comes the next paycheck. <laughs> so, without a host, does that mean each winner is just going to announce the next one? I, I think and it's not hog gonna, mic time? I think they're still going to do the actors like announcing the categories. They're still going to be presenters, probably. But Okay, just not an overall... Just, I think yeah. it's just the, the overall announcer. Is this going to be like, this actor and this actor? I mean, I guess you? it saves money. Like It saves money, probably saves time. Yeah. Yeah, because the host is... Ricky um, Gervais. They should just do it classically. where they, that they, yeah. I don't think they had a host before. I mean, Surprise. Like, uh, I mean if I remember correctly... Half of the people who go the best to the Oscars, Oscars don't even want to be there. No. No. No, please. Gift bags. Yeah. Well, I've, I mean, I've been to that theater once because I was in Los Angeles for. You've actually been to that theater? Yeah, I've actually been there. How um, big is it? It's huge. Um, huge. It, it's, 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 the, it's the biggest, ho- biggest theater in Los Angeles. It's amazing. It's huge. Um, and I, I swear it was just because like I was yeah. walking downtown Hollywood one day because um, I was actually out there for Power Morphicon and like and uh, yeah and uh, next year by the way um, but yeah man like they do tours and whatnot and I just kind of I was able to poke my head in there it's like yeah that place is freaking that place is huge maybe one day we'll make a movie and oh yeah twenty twenty oh yes. I'll be like 45. <laughs> well, and you know what, Sean? Last year we did a little game uh, trying oh. to see who could have the better predictions as to who was going to win. Oh, my gosh. We're doing it again this year. So we? help me yeah. God, if we okay. have to do Bean Boozled one no, more time, I am won't. going to <laughs> kill somebody. No, we won't. I won't, I won't put us through that again. I, I, will, I will straight for, up go on the block. For our listeners for that don't know, Bean Boozled is uh, – Jelly Bailey makes a – basically – Potter's every flavor beans, but they're the same color is as the good flavor is the same color as the bad flavor. Oh, no. So where you would have blue mint on one, you would have toothpaste on the other. Okay, or for instance, that's the most mild one. For instance, if you had pudding, chocolate pudding. There's also dog food. Dog food. 
which is probably the nasty. No, actually, no, the nastiest one is vomit. Dog food is spoiled milk. No. God, it's awful. Vo vomit is way too accurate, and I'm. I was like, gonna say because it's mostly I, I, the, just the scientists acidic. at Jelly Belly are amazing. Here's the here's the weird it, thing. It tasted so accurate. Here's the weird thing about the vomit. I can actually feel my acid reflux happening when I, I ate yeah. it. I did too. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, how did they do it? what? So they probably just took someone in a lab and said, all right, who's gonna? They took. Straws. They they had better have paid that they person. Just, they just went to like uh, UCLA. Freaking crazy. <laughs> like one okay, of the parties. Everyone, do me a favor. I need you to vomit inside this cup. We're gonna take a small uh, taste. I'll do it. Or no, they probably <laughs> sampled it. I could do it. And were like, what I'll are the, the acidic properties? And they were probably like, oh, okay, uh, someone who had tomatoes and vodka and. <laughs> So somebody who nah, definitely had a Bloody Mary. Someone who lives in Russia who has a very so so anyway background. we're not we're not doing Bean Boozle this year. No, we're not gonna do Bean Boozle. I'll come up with the punishment at some point, but mm. I just want to get the predictions out of the way. Okay. We and we're well. only gonna do the important categories. We're not going into like the you know. So we're not doing we're not doing. We're not doing best animated foreign film. No, no, what about best we're makeup? We're doing animated feature, but not like Sorry. we're not doing the indies. So so here I'm gonna go through them. I'm gonna go through the categories that we're doing. What about the best, like lighting riggers? I don't know. So like what movies, okay, cause I don't follow the Oscars cause I'm a pleb. Um, <laughs> a pleb. I'm a pleb. Yep. Would it be All right. year eight, all of 18 or does it bleed into 2019? Well, I'll tell you what, well, let's start with the best picture category okay. and then okay. I'll, I'll tell you what the, the nominees are. Got it. And then I'll go by each one of you and be like, okay, give me your picks for what you think is gonna win. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. The best picture nominees are the following: Black Panther. That's already gonna win. Black KK Klansman. Uh, yeah. I didn't, Black Klansman. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. The Favorite. Roma. I haven't even heard of that one. Yeah. That's on Netflix. A Star Is Born. Yeah. And Vice. Okay, so I personally think it's gonna be up against A Star Is Born, Black Panther, and. Bohemian Rhapsody. All right, so let me ask you a question. Is anybody on this table voting against Black Panther? Because I'm no. Yeah, I think that if that does, I, I it's going to win I, something. I legit, it's gonna, I think it's going to be Black Panther. I, I, want, I, I want, want it to win. Yeah. Now, I want it to win, but I know it won't. It's now, had enough time to stew against Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, what I want to win and what the Academy picks typically right. are two oh, separate things. Okay. All right, no, no, here's no, something okay. that we do so have to keep in mind, though, guys, uh, is that at the um, Emmys... Bohemian Rhapsody took Best Picture for that, so you know. I believe usually if the M if it wins the Emmy, it doesn't win the. Sorry, the Golden Globe. That's right. Thank yeah. you, Brian. Yeah. That's right. I'm sorry. I, I was thinking of Golden. Yeah. It's hard to keep track. They share people. Like. <laughs> so many awards. So useless. <laughs> so useless. A metric. Oh, yeah. I don't have to take my jet to go any. All right. So. All right. So Brian. Who do you think is going to win Best Picture? Uh, Black Sean. Panther. Amanda, who do you think is going to win? Black Panther. Sean, who do you think is going to win? Roma. <laughs> Don't do this the, to yourself. The, the, one, the, one that you, on. the one that no one knows. I'm going to Google Actually, Roma. now that I think about it, Sean, you know what? You're probably right. I'm actually going to change my answer Because the, 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 director, the director won, um, uh, I think, Best Picture the other year. Oh, is Revenant. Roma supposed to be about? Same, same director was the Revenant. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Long take. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna say Vice is gonna take it. Wow. Okay. I mean, it's it's Adam McKay, it's Christian Bale. I mean, it was a really all-star cast. 
Yeah. And again, it's political, so you know that's going to carry some clout yeah. in my season. So. But Black Panther's also political. I agree. I'm just saying it's either going to be Black Panther or it's going to be Vice. And given, given like given the Oscars and their track record of voting, you know, like in the in the reins of you know like all African American casts, I'm pretty sure they're going to go the other way. I was going to say if Roma was done a year earlier, I think it could have won because I'm reading the premise now. Right. So. All right. So next, let's go with. Uh, let's see. Let's go with best anime. Oh, actually no. Let's go with directors. So, uh, Spike Lee for Black Klansman. Okay. I didn't watch that movie. Powell Palikowski for Cold War. Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favorite. And no, that's not a joke. That's actually his name, Yorgos Lanthimos. Yorgos Lanthimos. That, yeah. is, is, that is an interesting name. Alfonso Curran for uh, Rome uh, and uh, Adam McKay for Vice. Hmm. I, I think Adam McKay might take it. All right. So, sh- all right. So Brian thinks it's going to be Adam McKay. Yeah. Amanda, what do you think? I think it'll probably be Roma because he had to. So Amanda votes for uh, Alfonso Curran. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sean, who do you think? Alfonso Curran. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Brian on this one. I think it's gonna be Adam McKay. Yeah. All right. But here's here's one we're all interested in. Okay. Best animated feature film. Spider-Man. I mean, all right, so let me is ask it you. Even is nominated? That, is, is, yeah, it's nominated. So is anybody actually going to pick anything besides Spider-Man? I mean, I don't Spider-Man? know what else is on the well, list. Well, I, I wanted to Spider-Man. win. Okay, so all right, here, here's, here's what's nominated. Okay. Uh, Incredibles 2. I, okay. Isle of Dogs. So Wes Anderson animated film. Nah. Uh, Mirai, never heard of it. Ralph Breaks the Internet. Mm. And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. I think... I'm in between Isle of Dogs and Mirai. I was going to say, it's tough because The Incredibles literally has the weight of 15 years or so of people wanting to see it and that right. hype, whereas Spider-Man, I think, crept up and just, like, happened. Yeah. Hey, I was going to say. Can I say something about Incredibles 2 real fast, by the way? Mm-hmm. Because uh, I actually sat down and watched that on Netflix the other day, and while it was good... It was it not was underwhelming. It was very underwhelming, and like I could see the plot twist happening like a mile away. Yeah, the comedy in it. The comedy in it was gold, though. Oh, it was, and and obviously like um, uh, Jack Jack when she goes over. Well, sorry, when he goes over to uh, uh, what's her name uh, Edna's uh, house. It's the best part of the movie. Oh right. my gosh. Oh my god, that was amazing. Just like Edna was the best part of the first movie. I was yeah. gonna say, I don't think there was any pressure for this movie to do well. Like, yeah. I think they knew it was gonna be well received no matter what, because mm-hmm. they had that perfect time of like, it's been a while, everyone liked Incredible it's been a while. Um, So I don't, I guess I'll go with Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Why? Peter Porker, Spider-Ham. The John Mulaney as Spider-Ham. Yeah, right? Is the best. Oh, my God. And um, Sean, what do you think? The one I want to win and the one that uh, I really enjoyed this movie was Isle of Dogs. It's a great picture. And it's like it's one of, those, one of those movies where, you know, it's a Wes Anderson movie, but it's his tropes fit perfectly into that plot and perfectly into that visual medium. So I really liked Isle of Dogs. All right. Yeah. So Sean goes Isle of Dogs. All right. So, next is going to be actress in a supporting role. Oh. So. It's like you almost were worth it, but you weren't. I mean, we're going to get to the, they're just as necessary. I won't, you know. There's an actor in a supporting role, too, so don't. don't. It's like you're going to make 20 million less. 
Jeez. Hot Sorry, fire. it's harsh truths. No, it's true. All right, uh, so Amy Adams in Vice, uh, Marina de Tavira in Roma, Regina King in If Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz in The Favorite. Uh, I'm gonna go, actually, I'm just, I'm gonna start this one. I'm gonna say it's gonna be Amy Adams because I've seen her performance in Vice. Holy cow. She's mm. so good in it. So good. I can get behind that. All right, Sean, what do you think? Amy Adams. I'm, I'm going to say the same. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and do this as a wash. All right, that's just a wash. Because right, I think she also wants to be a main <laughs> We win and lose next, together. Like, if anything, I think supporting characters often have, I don't know, not more screen time, more emotion on screen, and they're being they're trying real hard, try-harding, because they want to sure. be cast as a main character in the next movie. All right, well, so next we've got actresses in leading roles. So we have Yalitza Apricio for Roma. Glenn Close in The Wife, Olivia Coleman in The Favorite, Lady Gaga in A Star Is Born, and Melissa McCarthy in Can You Ever Forgive Me? I was gonna say Lady Gaga. So, I mean, yeah, that she... She was super raw. What do you like, think, Sean? Like Gal and Roma. All right, so Yalitza Aparicio? Yeah. You? And then everybody else is Lady Gaga? Yeah. 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 Lady All Gaga's right. pants. All righty. All right, so now actor in a supporting role. Uh... Marashala Ali for Green Book, Adam Driver in Black Klansman, Sam Elliott in The Star is Born, Richard Grant in Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell in Vice. I'm saying Sam Rockwell because his George Bush is on point. <laughs> you my VP, you my Vice. I wish they had gotten Josh Brolin to be that role just because he was in W. But... See, that's the thing. I think he did, I think Rockwell did a better. I didn't think. I think Rockwell did a better job. Really? Yes. Okay. Personally. Speaking. Well, also, I haven't seen Vice yet, so. Well, why the fuck not? Because I've been busy, you know. Okay. All right, Sean. What do you think? I'm gonna take a sarsaparilla. Right, Sam so Elliott. Sean says Sam Elliott. I also Amanda? go with Sam Elliott. All right. All right, Brian. Um, just because apparently he was also a friend of my uncle's, and I really don't haven't seen anything else. I'll go with Sam Elliott. All right. Why not? And actually, I, I do want to say, I think Sam Rockwell is going to win because of his performance, but I think Marshall Ali for Green Book should win. Has anybody seen Green Book? No. Oh my God, go see that movie. It's so good. So so wait, Michael B. Jordan was not nominated for Killmonger? Nope. Really? Nope. Really? Yeah, I know, right? No, he was no, really yeah, good. In, in, in the main categories, I don't think Black, I think Black Panther got a nod for Best Picture and maybe... I, no, I think you got like effects, eight but, different nominations yeah, though. But it didn't get actor, it didn't get actress, it didn't. I get... think if the movie had been released slightly later, maybe like mm. I don't know, because Black Panther, I had to think. I'm like, was it 2017? No, it was 2018. No, it was, it was. I think it was early 2018. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's had some time to kind of fall out of everyone's. Yeah. Okay. Oh, true. Yeah. Also true. Yeah. Honestly, I would have said if he was gonna get one or the other, I figured he would have like got Creed it for Creed Two. Definitely. Two. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're to the final category. We're doing uh, actors in a leading role. So Christian Bale as Dick Cheney in Vice, Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate. Oh, I love Willem Dafoe. Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody and mm. Viggo Mortensen in Green Book. I'm gonna go with Robbie. Rami Malek. Yeah. All right. Same. What do you think, Sean? Dafoe. Defoe. Defoe. You default to Defoe. I default to Defoe. 
Oh, that's the episode title. We default to Defoe. Finish it. Finish it. He's um, done a lot of stuff recently. See, this is a tough one because Rami Malek is good in Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, Willem Dafoe is an amazing actor. Shark Pain. And then, obviously, I've, I've voted Vice on a couple of different ones. Has mm. anybody seen that? Has anybody seen Vice? I He's, haven't finished it's it. It's creepy how accurate it is. Like, his mannerisms, his... Uh, I'm going to go bail. I'm going to go bail in Vice. Uh, I'm going default, and you're going to bail. Great. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> When when is the next Batman film? Sorry, I'm just like uh, I think it's like 2021. Okay. Just watch rewatch the animated series. No. It'll be fine. Oh, good news, Sean. Yeah. So, all right. So we're now gonna come. We're gonna take a little journey into the flavorful by uh, taking a trip to Fat Jack. Now, unfortunately, I don't have the normal sound clip we play, so I'm gonna play a similar one. Okay. You're, you're gonna play something instead. I'm, I'm gonna play. <laughs> Oh yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, oh, welcome no. to the Fat Check. Yep. I kind of right, so, want this to be our new one. All right. Well, if you want to do that, anyway, I'm never we'll going to eat we'll again. We'll have to get the whole song because I only have the, I only have the intro. Boy, I so, eat with you. so this week on the Fat Check. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Were you singing it like, like Madden? <laughs> <laughs> you were singing it like Madden. Yeah. It sounded like. I'm never going to do this. Hello. You just peeked through the door. How are you? Hi. Hi. Hello. How are you? Howdy. Well, you're a different going? person, but hello, too. Hello. <laughs> hello, all. Yes. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> We're shameless. On the Fat Shack, so uh, a couple things. Uh, Taco Bell oh, is, uh, is selling... is se Well, yes, they're delivering, but now if you want to make your very own Taco Bell at home, they now have their own shredded cheese on, on sale. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's right, kids. You can get your own. You I'm can never get, gonna crap again. Oh yeah, exactly. So you get four <laughs> options. You can get salsa verde cheese, zesty ranch cheese, oh. ew, seven layer blend cheese, or breakfast fiesta cheese. No. I'm sorry. Rewind. Zesty ranch cheese. Yep. They really like what? ranch. Okay. So oh, side oh, effects. So let me let, 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 eyes, let, let me let me go into it. So uh, the salsa verde is shredded Monterey Jack, sharp white cheddar, sharp cheddar cheese, and mild cheddar cheese with a salsa verde seasoning. We got Monterey Jack over here. So the the zesty ranch has shredded Monterey Jack with just ranch seasoning. So just basic Monterey Jack with ranch. Yay. I don't know how I feel about that. The breakfast fiesta has a bolder flavor thanks to bacon and smoke flavor added to <laughs> cheddar cheese. I mean, if anyone can cor correctly pronounce all the ingredients in these cheeses, <laughs> it's going to be called. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like mono tri-diglyceride or yeah. something. <laughs> uh, and seven-layer blend has a mix of mild cheddar, sharp white cheddar, Monterey Jack, Lloyd Moisture, mozzarella, uh, sharp cheddar cheeses, and queso quesadilla Jesus cheeses. Jesus Christ. So many cheeses. Sorry, Jesus Christ. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Jesus. There you go. That's the episode title, Jesus Christ. Anyway. Oh. Holy Christmas. Sean, here, 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 here's, here's good news for you, man. Uh, Olive Garden is uh, bringing back their never-ending uh, pasta service. Oh, my God. And good news. Comes with a cut. And sweet cheeses. There is a fried option now. Fried pasta? Fried, fried pasta, fried indeed. Fried pasta? So ramen. Yep. Yep. Like, ramen. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> so ramen. Well, well, no, because ramen just noodles, you ramen well, ramen noodles are fried. So yes, they are. Yes. So what it is, is you get your own, you build your own pasta. You have two options. You can either pay $100 for eight weeks or $300 for an entire year of this. 
Oh my god. Yeah, and uh, they have stuffed pastas. So the idea is that it's like, for instance, uh, deep fried ziti. Mm, you know, fried ziti. wow, okay, yeah, sorry. Right? I, I know, I know, no, I'm, I'm, I'm reading this and like, I'm a fat bastard, but well, even I'm just like, no. Here's the thing, <laughs> no. as someone not part of Fat Shack, but thinking of this from like a economic standpoint. <laughs> yes. So tax season just happened. So if you're like, oh fuck, I'm gonna be poor the rest of the year, I should spend this $300 to guarantee I have dinner every single day next as year. As long as they're open. Yes, you will never starve. Look, they need to just like cater to like, no, everyone. I mean, it, it, now, it is this is, is this for like any Olive Garden, or is this only specific to like your own your local Olive Garden? Like, uh, do you think apparently this promotion is being offered nationwide, oh. but only from now until March thirty first? So hopefully oh, you got your taxes in already. I was gonna say, spend on Happy Olive days are here again. Yeah, it's okay, fine. Anyway, um, also with Valentine's Day coming up next week, oh, uh, everything be heart shaped. <laughs> and when I mean everything be heart shaped, I mean I'm not kidding. So I, I, I have three items I want to show you guys. Okay. Okay. Uh, first, the uh, for the audience. Costco is selling heart-shaped raviolis. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yes. Look, see. So you can get a little romantic. You can cook a little romantic dinner for your sweetheart. I I I love you via via heartburn. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and of course, Chick Fil A is getting in on the action by showing a heart-shaped box of nuggets. Yeah. Heart-shaped box. We love everyone except it, the gays. Yeah, I, I think that's what Kurt Cobain was singing about in heart-shaped box. <laughs> was this heart-shaped box of nuggets? Uh, that's so why he shot himself. They're gonna they're gonna be getting. You can get thirty Hot count fries. or ten count chicken minis, or you can get the six count chocolate chip cookies. Uh, from now until February twenty eighth. Still uh, mix the two. And then Brian, good news for you. Oh. Heart-shaped Reese's puffs are on shelves for Valentine's Day. So hey. Oh joy. You can be alone, but you can still celebrate Valentine's Day with a nice cold bowl. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the picture and it just looks like Reese's puffs. Reese's just, puffs. It just looks like a. <laughs> it just looks like a bowl of booties. <laughs> it does. Yes. Here, look, 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 look. Oh my god. Look, wait, look, oh my god. Yeah. I mean, it's heart wait, shapes, wait, wait. but they're like oh, they're three D, but they're not that, flat. You so go back to the picture. You ruined it. Oh, yes. Yeah, Colin, pull it back you up. You screwed it up. I yeah, can't, I can't you screwed it up is what she did. Oh my god, do you even use a cell phone? I have a Nokia. I think so actually Sean's not wrong. These hearts just basically they just look, look like asses. Like so like when you need book. the booty call in your life. You can get your very own box of actual bootios. When 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 Bay asks booty. Do you eat the booty. <laughs> You could just be like, look yeah, yeah, dude. Send look a picture to your booty calls and be like, hey. Hey, hey, hey girl. Got some hot. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. I eat butter. Oh Kiss some God. of that butter. You look hot. Mm. Oh, anyway. <laughs> so, oh, my so, God. Hello. So, I got to ask a question. So, uh, I mean. Uh, that's all the topics I had. How has everybody? We're boring been, people, apparently. I know, but I mean, has everybody been enjoying Farpoint? Yes. No. No. What? I mean, no, it's been fine. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> enjoying? No. Has everybody been? No. I mean, like my only, my only recommendation is like, where did all the panels go? When I feel like they were light on panels. The panels they, they're. Go. Like yeah. there are gaps. I don't know. I don't even go here. <laughs> I don't even go. She here. doesn't even go here. Well, this is my first far point. And I was like looking oh. at, 
And I could be spoiled from some of the other cons I go to, but I was just like, I spoiled. You're spoiled. This is a it's a chill convention, and I like it. I like I like the it's a different beat of the drum. Okay. Plus, this is not even their main one. I think Shore Leave is their main one. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. Yeah, that one's in July. I never mind then. I will redact. This is like a yeah a B side. I had to have one differing opinion. Well, well here's the funny enough. thing is because like I was actually comparing the two to a friend of mine who has never been to either or, and I was like, well, you know, here's what Farpoint is, and then I showed them a picture of Magfest last month where like how would you do that? We were we were in the the audience and like there was we were crowd surfing the killer whale plushie, and I was like, it's two completely different things. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> two I can completely different. It. Like Brian, it. it I mean, not to not not to divert anything, but it, it's kind of like comparing Disney World to South of the Border. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, South of the Border is awesome, and it has its really unique qualities, and everyone knows what it is. But you know, there's there's a larger I, thing, but it has more expense. And if you yeah. want to chill, you go to you go to South of the Border. I can right. appreciate that. I don't know. I got to meet authors and voice actors like at their tables. And be like, hey, what up? Like, they're more personable, I think, than most cons. What's that happen to you? Yeah. I mean, and no, there wasn't is, like 500, 500 extra famous people to take $30 selfies with. Like, there's yeah. only three, so. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, nice. They, they all, they all good people. Yeah. If you can hear me out there, you all good people. Everyone's Y'all's good great. people. I love you all. And I could see why they would want to come to a convention like this rather than go to like. I don't know, Dragon Con. Awesome, awesome Con. Con. San Diego See, Comic Con. Is, awesome Con is a different beast in itself. This is more if you want a starter con. Yeah. This is definitely this is definitely a starter con. Yes. Well, like Awesome Con to me felt like more of an expo hall. Exactly. So it's, like the, uh, the, the way my buddy the, the way our buddy Mike put it, he was like, if this is like pro wrestling. Like Awesome Con is gonna be WrestleMania. This is like the Royal Rumble. Where I it's wouldn't just even like... say Awesome Con is WrestleMania. Like I think it's too detached. Yeah. I I think WrestleMania would be Dragon Con. Fair yeah, enough. Your, yeah. Your San Diego Comic Con. Or San Diego. Yeah, like the Dragon ones Diego. where you could literally get I'd lost say, in forty. I'd say I'd say I'd say uh, what do you call it, Brian? I'd say. Uh, Royal Rumble would be more your Awesome Con yeah. or uh, Great Philadelphia Comic Con. I'd say this is more your Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell or Backlash or... <laughs> what would Magfest be? None of, the, none of the negative connotation, though. I mean, it's yeah. like, it's a smaller show. I would say WWE SmackDown. Oh, yeah, yeah, a house show, essentially. House show. Yeah. It's a house show. Which is okay. That, which is okay. It's necessary. And I found uh, quite a few things I bought, including the shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we found the some God, the God please. Some Speaking of which, you could probably put a ring in this room. It, there's enough yeah. room in here. You can probably put a ring in here. I mean, here they have, like, a dance floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just put a yeah. ring around it. I mean, you get, like, an 18 by 18 ring in here? Yeah, you could totally do a show here. And I found that they're, like, they had another con, I guess, similar to this Star StarQuest in Frederick. Yeah, I'm definitely going I to that. I was like, oh, my God. I actually Fifth have, year, uh, I didn't even know. I had, I won a, uh, on the spin, I won a free uh, photo op with uh, oh, that's cool. Ricardo, uh, the guy who plays uh, the the chief Robert medical Ricardo. officer for the Star Trek Voyager, yeah. Robert Ricardo. Yeah. I'm gonna be a pensive Please state the, the, <laughs> please, state the <laughs> please state the medical emergency. Please state the nature of the medical emergency. That's the one. Yeah. Yo, so I want to find a con where the people of Discovery are there because I really like Discovery. Well, the guy who plays mm. Spock right now is a big year, so I'm sure. Oh, there you go. 
Oh, oh there you go, Amanda. Ethan Peck will be here. Awesome. Sweet. Well, I'll Amazing. tell you what. So, I Boy, mean, I'll tell you what. Boy, I'll tell you what. Yep. You're like, hello, I'm a really big fan, even though we've only seen you like four times. I love you. So far in the season. By Spock's beard. By Spock's beard. Oh. And you have a sister. Oh. I don't know. I don't want them to retcon the sister too hard. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's everything we were going to talk about. So. Yep. I'm Until sorry, then. I have feelings about Discovery, now you're shutting me down. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry if you want to keep going about Discovery. No, it's just like... She's got all the feelings about Discovery. All I do. All the feels. Have yes. you all eaten... Amanda, I'll listen to you. Oh, yeah? But after the show. Oh, oh <laughs> to be, to be, Well, I was going to say, to be fair, we do have a Star Trek podcast, so that would probably be the better place to put it. That would be a great place to put it. Have you guys even seen the new Star Trek? Rude. Go see it. Oh, yeah, true. I forget. The only C reason I see this is because my gaming some club. Access. No, that's fine. It's fair. I hate how CBS. they're splitting it up. What kind of access? I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm currently contributing towards Netflix, Hulu, Crunchyroll, and WWE Network. Okay, fair. Okay, so, so I forgot like, about that because my gaming club has all the accounts. So I just yeah. All right. So I'm all sorry. All the accounts. All of them. Yeah, they do. Pass me that password. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. Well, until next time, I'm Colin Kakamas. I'm Sean Holmes. I'm Amanda Kavanaugh. And I'm Brian Massey. And you've been boldly going nowhere. And I guess since I'm not in hey, control of the sound. Hey, Colin, room. hit me with the outro. Outro. Oh, okay. Outro. outro. <laughs> it's the outro. Boldly going nowhere is a Castwave Studios production. For other shows and more, visit castwavestudios.com. Wow, that sounded great.